You want to know how to build a successful business and know how to navigate through the good and bad of entrepreneurship, you're in the right place. Nicole Espinosa and her guests share their secrets to building your business. This is Entrepreneurship Uncensored. All right, welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneurship Hashtag Uncensored. And I've got Barry Dennis with me today. Welcome to the podcast room. Appreciate it. Um, so Barry actually came to our live event that we did, our first one in person. So it was really exciting. Uh, we're on day two and I was like, let's let's go do a podcast really quick. Come see the office. Um, and today I really just want to kind of interview you and, you know, mm-hmm. we work together and uh, do a lot of business together. And I think what you do is really unique. Um, you know, you work with a lot of investors, but specifically like coaching them and mentoring them. And right. you see a whole different perspective inside to it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you kind of some background, um, this podcast is really about entrepreneurship. So it's a lot of it is real estate because, you know, obviously that's how I relate to. Right. Um, but it's really talking to entrepreneurs, like real estate agents, real estate investors, and people that are running a business. So mm-hmm. that's kind of you know where we're going to go today with it, but okay. why don't you go ahead and intru- introduce yourself for people that don't don't know you? If I can, if I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Nicole, for having me on. Yeah. Um, my name is Barry Dennis. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, if you want to call it that. Uh, but um, really, um, I started out with an entrepreneurial mindset way back back in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I was in the military, right? I got out. And I said, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah. And so I went into telecommunications of all places. And I got that. And I started doing independent contracting. And I was like, I like this. I can work for myself. Yeah. You got like a little taste. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. Get a little taste. But then, you know, life happens. Yeah. So I had to get a W-2 job. Right. And then I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> so I got back out, uh, started doing direct TV of all things. Okay. I quickly quit that because I fell off the roof. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, wow. I fell off the roof and said, let me go back. And then finally got it down to, okay, I'm going to stick with this. Mm-hmm. And so in 2011, uh, like everybody else, you know, you start talking about wholesaling. You see all that stuff. But I always had a passion for real estate. Yeah. From where? Just I just just listening, you know, and just knowing, you know, rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. You know, everybody gets that. Everyone little, references <laughs> that book. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> you get that, that little bug and you say, well, how can I get into this? And the first thing you always think is, I don't have the money. Right. You know, I don't have the experience. I don't know what to say. All the, the yeah. typical things we say. Right. Uh, but for me, because of my military background, it was just a challenge that I had to overcome. Yeah. Right. And I knew that you know, potentially I can get cussed out by a seller. You know, somebody's like, hey, don't stop calling me or get out of my yard. But it's not them saying it to you directly. Right. You don't take it to heart. So I did that. So you had your first taste of entrepreneurship and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go all in. Like, what was the, like, what, how did you get into it? Like, you read the book and then where did you start? (laughs) I just started. I mean, I started looking at several different things, Mm -hmm. right? Like I said, with the uh, telecommunications I worked for a company, but then I worked for myself. And I mm-hmm. think the biggest thing that really got me to the point was I got a contract uh, just before the bubble, 2007. And I had to put together the crew. I was in charge. This was me running a business. Yeah. And we went out to a lot, a lot of different lows 
Can I say that? Yeah. Lowe's? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> say whatever you want. That's right. The best so, part about having your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Lowe's uh, locations to replace all the phone systems. Okay. It's supposed to be a three-year contract. And this is the first time I ever made, you know, like $100,000 in two or three months. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can do this. But if you don't know how to run the business and if you don't know how to manage money, oh, and you yeah. never got that amount of money at one time, it's guess gone. what? It's gone. <laughs> and then 2008 hit, contract's gone. Right. Barry ain't got no job. He ain't got no income. Got stuff going on. So right. I went back, got a job, telecommunications. And then I you know, went on and off with that. Yeah. Real estate came. And I, like I said, I did uh, uh, quite a few deals in Atlanta. And so where did you, so when going back to getting into it, mm-hmm. where, like, did you, were self, were you self-taught? Did you go on YouTube? Like, what, what were you like, okay, this is what I want to start with? Because there's so many different avenues mm-hmm. to start in real estate. Like most people think, okay, if I'm going to get into it, I have to get a license or I have to, you know, be this expert. So when you were like, this is my passion, this is what I want to do, how did you find where to go, where to begin. Right. So uh, in Atlanta, that's where I was at. Mm-hmm. There was a, uh, or there is a Georgia Rhea, a Rhea. Yeah. And they offered mentorship, mm-hmm. right? They would get you with somebody and they would go out. And at first I didn't have that. Yeah. Because my first deal that I actually got signed was a, it was a HUD home. And I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Thank God I got my $500 back. You know, they, <laughs> they gave it back to me. <laughs> You don't know what you're doing here. Uh, well, we're going to pity you. Just, right. Clearly, you need it. Right. So I went there, and I, I met with the mentor, and he just walked me through some stuff. And he wasn't the kind of mentor that was like, okay, move here, move there. He like, give you information. Okay, now do it. Yeah. Right? And uh, the first appointment I went on, he went with me, but he didn't say anything. So I had Did he to, jump in, at least? Mm, no. Well, he said a couple of things, but he didn't. Yeah. He just wanted me to learn. He wanted yeah. me to get that in there. And so then I, I, I understood that, and I just kept on doing that. And then I got a partner. You know, pro tip number one, don't get partners if you no know, roles are not defined. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I think everybody gets excited because they're like, have this synergy. And mm-hmm. I mean, I even learned that lesson mm-hmm. like early on, like, you're going to do this with me. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then you start creating momentum. And then you're like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And you do like the 50-50 partnership. Mm-hmm. And then, wait, you're you're sleeping. I'm still working. But I have to give you 50%. And, and yeah, I think a lot of people jump into it, yeah. you know, because they, they find someone that's like-minded and they get excited. And yeah, you always it. have to think about how to get out of a partnership when you're creating one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, and it's sad, but it's just like anything else. You have to be prepared of like the worst outcome mm-hmm. because, you know, you never know. Exactly. And so I went through that. You know, I've been through the, I did a, a owner finance deal. I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> Stumbled into that. But I, I actually just looked stuff up and said, okay, I do this what and do concept. that. <laughs> got it right but I think a couple of key things that you've already said like you had no idea so you just took action and then you found it now if you were to do it all over again because you know we're going to talk about obviously you know where you're at now and mm-hmm. how you help other people mm-hmm. you know do the same thing you're doing now but if you could start all over would you still get a mentor from the very beginning oh, would yeah. you do that all over again yes I would why because it's important to have somebody who's been through those those hurdles mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it can help you navigate them when they come into play with you. Yeah. Uh, it just makes sense. And you have to be coachable. We talk about that all the time. You got to be mm-hmm. coachable. You can't just say, well, I saw this on YouTube. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. I love that because so many people, even early on before you became a coach, you saw the value of, hey, I'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Teach me the tactical things that I don't know so I can, you know, be able to to get there a lot faster. Exactly. Exactly. So now you have done, you know, Googled the owner of finance. <laughs> Got your money back on the one deal. Um, where did it, that take you next? Well, it took me to, um, like I said, I was in a partnership and we were doing deals. Uh, and I was trying to let them know, hey, maybe we need to do this strategy because of what's going on. Right. I mean, because what year was this? Uh, 2012. Okay. So I knew, you know, certain things. Things like, were changing. Yeah, things were changing in Atlanta. You know, I said, why don't we just buy the house, board, board it up. Just pay the taxes on it because in a few years, we can wholesale it for more than we got it for. You got a house for $8,000. Wow. You know, ah, we're going to fix and flip. No. Well, (laughs) I got the money. I'm like, okay, whatever. But anyway, we went through that process for a couple of years and I was like, okay, I'm done. And I got out of real estate. I was like, I'm not doing this no more. It's a pain. Yeah, I got out for a little while until I moved to California. Okay. 2017, fast forward, moved to California. And I'm like, I don't want to continue to be out there driving and doing uh, telecommunications. Even though I was independent, mm-hmm. it was just a wear and tear in my body. Yeah. And also, I still had the, the passion. So I joined another group, uh, got in there, uh, learned some more, got more education, and started applying some of the things. But I still didn't stick with them because they had their little clicks. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, but then I ran across Partner Driven. Okay. And so you started doing that. And then, so for people that don't know, what is Partner Driven? So Partner Driven is a program. We call it a family, right? But it's a program where somebody who wants to learn how to be a real estate investor or wants to do real estate, they can join our program and we fund 100% of the deals. Yeah. Okay. We also coach them. We also provide them with software to, to do the things that they do, like a CRM and finding off-market properties with our deal-driven app. Uh, but we basically help people start their business. Which is the hardest part. So you're like literally removing all of their excuses. Yes, yes. You don't have money, great, we'll fund it. You don't know where the leads are, great, we'll teach you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that, that's incredible. And and we work really closely with you guys yes. and, you know, really help also with the education. Mm-hmm. And you guys definitely have a, a really big family. And you're you're in it with them because they're like, Barry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So now that, so at that point, you joined Partner Driven and then explain your transition of like how you became what you're doing right now. Right. So- I joined Partner Driven. Uh, me and my, I had a business partner then. Yeah. We joined, but I did, I just went in. Right. We couldn't do it. Um, four months into the process, you know, I was all, like I said, I was active on Facebook, helping people, ask, answering questions, yada, yada. And then I get a call on a Friday evening or afternoon, my time. Um, it was Julie, you know, the, yeah. the CEO. And I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> I was like, what did I put on Facebook? I'm like, oh, oh why is she calling me? Yeah. yeah. And she just asked me, she said, I've been watching you. And would you help my help me come and be coaching? I'm like, okay. I kind of played it cool. I was like, well, let me think about it. And I'll call you tomorrow. Inside, mm-hmm. I was like, yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. Why did you want to become a coach? Because I like helping people. You know, I, I really enjoy seeing people grab something that we're giving out and they actually implement it and they become successful. Yeah. Uh, it's gratifying to see that. But it's also, you know, coaching is also the other side too. But it's still gratifying. So, And then you had to, and of course, any good coach has already done it, right, as far as proof of concept. So mm-hmm. to the people that are listening, they're like, okay, great, you're teaching about it. But talk about when you were actually doing it. Like what was the mindset? Because wholesaling, and for those that don't know, mm-hmm. we haven't explained, partner-driven mostly focuses on wholesaling, but has all the different exit strategies to take them down and mm-hmm. everything, but it's an investment company. Mm-hmm. And with that said, you know, you had to do those transactions. Like what was the mindset that you had to have going into it? Because you went in and out of real estate. So what made you, what was that switch that was like, I'm going all in? Well, I think what it really was, was stop. I stopped being scared. You know, mm-hmm. um, Everybody has excuses. They have life yeah. things. It's not excuses. I want to say that. No, they are. Yeah, they are. But I don't, you know, people, oh, I got a job. I got this. I got this. I got to take but care of this. But that is an excuse. I mean, yeah. we're not we're not trying to protect people's feelings. We're okay. trying to help them. All right. So people, you know, I got to stop <laughs> he's, making excuses. He's used, to, he's used to being politically correct. And we're not politically correct. Here, so. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped being scared. Yeah. Right. And I said, if I want to be able to have a certain lifestyle, if I want to be able to impact, you know, people, if I want to be able to eventually leave a legacy, then the only way you can do it is to take that step. Yeah. And so if real estate is the, the passion, do it. If you're a, a masonry, you know, you want to own your business, do that, truck driver, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you have to have a good support system. Family's not always the best support system. Sometimes it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it is. Because uh, they don't get it. Right. Right. Like what's that saying? is It's don't trust someone's opinion if God didn't give them your vision. Yeah. And so that's true. Right. Because it's almost like if you're doing something that's different from the people in your life, mm-hmm. you can't trust their opinion on it because, you know, they don't see what you see. Right. You're the one kind of setting that bar. And it's hard, especially if you don't have anybody that's done real estate. Like for me, I don't have anybody in my life that, you know, was successful on a really high level. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't have anybody that was really financially, um, had financial literacy. I didn't have, you know, that proof of concept to see like, Oh, this is what I'm working towards. Mm -hmm. So as you're going through that journey, you know, no one really sees like, Hey, is this worth it? Like, why are you stressing out about it? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you working all the time (laughs) to try to get these deals? Right. They, They can't support what they don't understand. Right. And so I love that you said that because I think the community that you guys built is so important mm-hmm. um, for other entrepreneurs too to have like-minded people that are like, "Hey, keep going." Exactly. Keep going, like mm-hmm. encourage. And I see you, you know, talk to the people in your group, and you are you're telling them like, "Hey, guys, just you got to do it. Just make the calls because that's what you did." Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. I get it. I've I've been where you're at, and those that's what I think makes the best coaches because you're you started out getting mentored because you were coachable and you were open to that. Exactly. And before we move on, I got to say, I, I didn't want to leave the family thing out. My wife supported me. Yeah. Because she was in uh, real estate. She was an oh, ASCO she agent. She has to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, anyway. <laughs> no, I just meant like if you have a partner, mm-hmm. like that's totally different. For yeah, sure. yeah. She was a realtor at one point. Okay. And I, I wish she would have stayed in it, but you know her path is different. Yeah. But she's always been there to help me and support me and you know allow me to, you know, take those risks. make the yeah, risk and make yeah. those mistakes and yeah. Yeah. So that that was good. But uh, you're exactly right. When we talk to the partners, when I talk to them, when all my coaches talk to them, we're always encouraging them. Hey, listen, we all been there. Yep. And the only way you're going to get past this is you got to do it. And we just talked about that today. You just got to take this step and don't worry about it. You know, what's the worst somebody going to do when you call them? Punch you in the face on the phone? They can't. Right. And, so. and I think that it's important to constantly get rejected mm-hmm. and to face that mm-hmm. because then you realize, okay, what was I so scared about? Like they told me to go to hell. Okay, awesome. That's it. Right. That's literally what happened. <laughs> Next. All right. And that just means that I every no I get, I'm just that much closer. I'm that much closer to getting a yes, to getting a contract, to getting the deal, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that looks like in building your business. And I think that's also a commonality of the people in the mastermind of talking about, hey, I'm scared you know, to grow. I'm scared to, to take that step because maybe I don't feel like I'm qualified or I don't feel like I know what I'm talking about. Like what would be the one thing in your coaching calls that you get from these entrepreneurs of objections, like what they're scared of? What is the most common thing that you're seeing? It's really a mind thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what to say. Just say something, <laughs> you know, just say hi, say hi. I always tell them, Hey, listen, it's, it's like you're talking to your best friend or, or somebody. Mm-hmm. It's just a casual conversation. Right. And, of course, there's certain things you want to lead it to. Right. But it's just, hey, how you doing? You know? And if all you can say is, do you want to sell your house in the beginning? If that's all you know how to say, say that. It's the point is getting there and starting that ball moving. Started yeah. it rolling. And so that's pretty much one of the, the biggest objections. The other one is I don't even think there's an objection. I think it's just they don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Not being coachable. Not being coachable, yes. Yeah. And that's... And, but they're the first people to be like, but I, it didn't work. Exactly. Because like, you didn't do it. All right. <laughs> I say that all the time, you know, especially in my education of like, guys, if you don't apply it, this means nothing. Yep. I could tell you absolutely, I mean, even for the people listening, I could give you all my secrets. I could, I could break down what's made me hundreds of thousands of dollars. And all that is, is impressive if you apply it. But if you don't apply it, you're just like, cool. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like it's just information if you, if you don't actually take action. Yep. And, I, and I see that a lot as it's very common that most people are just, they get in their own way mm-hmm. and they don't realize how powerful our mind is mm-hmm. and how powerful it is. It's, it's literally the, the difference between you know, someone could have the same opportunity and one person killing it and crushing it. I'm sure you see this all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, guys, I'm giving you the same leads. I'm giving you guys the same information. Yet this person is out there and they're on their third closing. And this person is saying it doesn't work. I'm oh, sure you see that all the oh time. Oh, yeah. I say, <laughs> consistency is the key. Mm-hmm. If you're doing what we tell you to do, it's not rocket science. You just follow the, follow the blueprint. It really isn't. And you, you know, it may take you a little longer than it did you know, person A, but as long as you're doing it, it's just like compound interest. Mm-hmm. A little bit at a time, you know, a penny a day, double it every day at the end of the month, you got a million dollars. But it doesn't look like that in the beginning. That's a great analogy because that's so true. Yeah. I mean, I can talk to someone from six months ago 
And now all of a sudden I'm seeing the fruit of that labor mm -hmm. from those conversations and now they're ready. Yep. But I had to make the call six months ago and I had to do the work for me to get that. And now it's this constant pipeline that keeps doubling, tripling, like you're saying. Exactly. And that's what we tell them. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> you see it every day. It's the same thing. So um, if I had to, I guess, put it in one word, what most people do is their mindset. I think that's what it is. Because they, like we talked about, they just don't understand, not understand. They don't have the information yeah. or they don't want to be coachable, like you said, but they just don't have the information. I, I, what I see is that in, in the not being coachable aspect where people are so stuck on, no, I've got this. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to be open to hearing other people's perspectives. Yeah. And so then they don't. And then they fail and fail and fail and quit. And then you've got these other people that are like, I hear what you're saying, but I didn't make my calls today. I hear what you're saying, that this is where how I'm going to get from A to B to reach my goals and my financial goals and all that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't do it. And you're just like, I can't help you if you don't help yourself. Exactly. And people want this like easy button to success. They want this to be like, I made a call and it was a slam dunk and I made $100,000. And you're like, no, that's literally not how, like none of it is how it works. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it takes a hundred rejections and then you get that one call mm -hmm. for $100,000 that you somehow creatively made it, but you were able to create a solution. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that even people that are listening today that they can take away of like, just accept there's no easy button, right? Accept that there's no easy way to do it except like fall in love with the process exactly. of, of the grunt work mm -hmm. of the every day and know that if I do this and this, I'm going to get here. So I I'm, I'm in love with those calls. I'm in love with this process because I know that it's going to get me where I want to be, even though it's annoying and it's tedious, mm -hmm. right? It's not glamorous or sexy or, you know, you know, having someone sign a contract, there's like a million steps before you get that person to sign the contract. Exactly. I like the word you use process because we use it a lot. Just, yeah. If you learn the process with us, if you just learn the process, mm -hmm. that's like 50% or 90% of the battle. Mm -hmm. You know, once it gets to our back office, you don't have to really worry about the contracts and the closing. So we handle all that. That's awesome. Your job is turn the, the contract, go, to the, go get another one, go get mm -hmm. another one and follow that same. And I always tell everybody, you know, don't babysit the first one. Because some people <laughs> like to babysit the first one. They're like, I, can see I that. got it in. So what's going on with this? What's going on? What am what I getting paid? Right. To title close? <laughs> <laughs> right. And every day it's like, what are you doing? Um, I just want to know what's going on. I told you in the beginning or my coaches told you, listen, if they need anything from you, we know how to get in contact. With you. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we still have your number. We still got you. Go get number. another deal. <laughs> right. Next call you should get is where do you want us to wire the money to? So just go get another one. Yeah. And so and I love that because you're helping them focus on the income generating activities, which really, if they didn't go to a company like you, that's what they would have to create. Yes, exactly. They would have to hire staff like what you've done to do the paperwork, worry about the follow up, the process, mm -hmm. and then that would keep them from being able to get more contracts. Exactly. So it's it's a great program. Um, how can they reach out to you guys and Find out more from information. Simple. Just go to www.partnerdriven.com. Uh, when you go to the site, just going to say click on the button to talk to somebody and 
you'll get a phone call and hey, they'll go through the whole process. And if you want to, we, you know, if you want to be a regular partner, you can, or if you want to jump into our max program, you, you can, which is really taking off our max program. I don't try not to plug, but no, you know, okay. So the max program <laughs> is where we actually take an individual and we build their business from the ground up. So we actually set them up with an LLC. They actually get a branding uh, person to create their logo, put on their website, social media. Then we hire a, a, pro, a phone pro to make calls for them on their behalf. We pull leads for them. Oh, wow. They get all of that. The only thing they really have to do is just learn how to call people. I mean, talk to people, yeah. negotiate, go out to the appointments, get them under contract if they can, or set them up on a follow-up. Right. And just keep that process going. All the while, look at how the process is going so you know how you want your business to be. Because it's a, you know, it's a six-month contract, but yeah, it gives them an opportunity to build their own business. That's awesome. Yeah. And for you personally, because I know you're not as active on social media. <laughs> right. Uh, don't call me. No, okay. just <laughs> how can people connect with you? Um, well, my Facebook name is, uh, what is it? My <laughs> Barry Dennis. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Barry Dennis. And if on Instagram, which I will start getting back on it, is... Uh, That's giving me a hard time because we are talking about the importance of social media. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I was looking at myself. I was like, I know she's not looking at me, but she is. <laughs> uh, you can go to Barry Buys Houses uh, on Instagram and I'll, I'll respond back to you. But the best way is just hit me up on Facebook, Barry Dennis. Uh, it may pop up as DJ 110. I'm still the same person because I used to DJ as well. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and we will see you guys next time. All right. Thank you. If you like today's podcast, make sure to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's the Short Sale Queen TV where I'm releasing weekly videos and daily shorts to give you guys business advice and talk all things real estate. If you're getting any value from this, leave a five-star review and I would love to connect with you. Reach out to our website for more learning opportunities, vssqueen.com.